パラララランタラランタ Welcome to the narrow pod between pages where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Narrow Pod, the narrow, <laughs> the narrow Page Between Desires. Narrow Road. Oh, Jesus road. Christ. It's not a page. That's so, I, <laughs> Don't start over. Let's keep going. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I am Ridiculous Vin. Here we go. Bast held out his hand, and the girl took a few steps closer. Bast unwrapped the cloth with his long fingers and examined the cut. It ran along the meat near the thumb, not too deep. Hurt much? Nothing like the birching I'll get if she finds out I was missing with her knives, Bran muttered. Bast looked up at her. You clean the knife and put it back. Bran nodded. Bast tapped his lips thoughtfully. You thought you saw a big black rat. It scared you. You threw a knife at it and cut yourself. Yesterday, one of the other children told you a story about rats chewing off soldiers' ears and toes while they, were, while they slept. It gave you nightmares. Bran gave a shudder. Who told me the story? Bash shrugged off the question. Pick someone you don't like. The girl grinned viciously. Bass began to tick off things on his fingers. Get some fresh blood on the knife before you throw it. He pointed at the cloth the girl had wrapped her hand in. Get rid of that too. The blood is dry and obviously old. Can you work up a good cry? The girl seemed a little abashed and shook her head at the end of the page. I am Forever Vin. And I'm John from Vintus. So that was page 11. Um, and just a quick note for everyone. Uh, it's going to be just me and Vin on a couple of pages here because on the recording session that we did with everybody else, the first three pages that we recorded got corrupted in the software. And so now we are fixing that so that it comes out in proper order and not in some insane disjointed muddle of craziness so um so here we are here we are well john would you care to lead off with any thoughts <laughs> um you know i feel like this is one of those pages where there isn't it it's kind of like the the pages where there's there's a lot of action or like stuff going on, it feels like that those are the hardest ones to 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 really analyze because. Um... Well, certainly, I I'm seeing how how she is mud or rather how she is reacting to the fact that she is in fear of getting getting switched or birched. As she puts mm -hmm. it, right? I guess that that would what, birching it, that wouldn't refer to any particular type of plant, right? Like a birch tree, like maybe a, a switch from a birch tree. Is that what yeah, that yeah, absolutely, yeah. Birch uh, birch switches are are nice and and supple. They're really good for they're really good for whipping. In fact, here's a here's a fun little tidbit. 
Um, so some folks already know that I grew up in Estonia in northeastern Europe, and uh, sauna culture is like really big over there. People people go to saunas, and one thing that they do is that um, you gather a bunch of of birch branches, like with the leaves still on them, and you you bind them together into like a um, like a like a little bundle and and you like lightly like hit yourself and, and your skin oh i've seen i've seen bundle. that that's part of yeah yeah uh, the back right your, your back yeah like all over yeah yeah <laughs> and like there's an there's incredible amounts of like lore that have been like gathered over literal centuries of of doing this stuff and like it gets into like phases of the moon when you gather the birch branches and everything it's crazy but uh but if you if you take all the 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 leaves and stuff off the the branches would be very very suitable for uh for for giving some instruction to a to a wayward child well another thing i'd like to say is it's really interesting here where you get some insight into Bass' machinations, or his mischievous mind, right? So the way that he constructs a lie is really quite admirable. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, hmm, okay, this is what you do, right? He's like, yeah, you saw a big black rat, it scared you, and then he describes how he saw, you know, it it gave you, you, you had a uh, you had this story in your head about a soldier who had his ears and nose gnawed off while they were asleep. And then that gave you nightmares. And then she's like, who told the story? And he goes, pick someone you don't like. So it's perfect. Right. right? It gives her, it's like a double punishment that like, or rather it's like, she's getting the benefit of being absolved of her crime through this live in addition, she's getting someone else in trouble. Right. You know, what's interesting to me about this, though, is that, like, it makes me wonder how much the girl would actually get in trouble if she just went to her mom and said, I I, I cut myself on near night. You mean telling the truth? Because, so, like, because as a, as a dad, like... A hundred percent. If my if my child is hurt, like my main concern is to make that better, and and like not, not you know like punish them for for like why it happened, because it's 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 basically harmless. But in the mind of a child, like I can understand also you know thinking, oh, I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in trouble because I did something wrong. And, and I don't know, maybe, maybe that is how her mom actually is, but right in her world, interesting, she's, you know, obviously she's, she's in fear of a birching. Obviously she's been birched before, right? Yeah. Presumably. So, so, you know, she, she's, she's not coming up to best because she doesn't think that she needs that. She's not going to get in trouble for this. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, oh, one other thing uh, on this is that uh, in the Lightning Tree, Bran is a boy. Right, that is important. Yeah, so so they um, 
there's a gender swap there. Yeah, they've they've yeah. done they've done some of that where you know some of the characters then were were of the opposite gender, and then other times some of the characters were um, conjoined or morphed into one. Right? Didn't we notice uh, that? I don't know if we've seen. Oh, we thought uh, that perhaps consolidated. Consolidated. That's yeah. the word. But different. Uh, yeah, we definitely have a little bit of. Of, of of gender swappage already going on um you have anything else here or should we get to our next uh point of, of business today only that the uh that Br- that bran liked the fact that best had suggested that she would be able to pick an enemy <laughs> to poison and punish because the girl grinned viciously at the thought. Yeah. And that to me is juicy. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, I guess we should remark that um, at the end, the girl seemed a little abashed and shook her head when she asked if uh, she could work up a good cry. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm not sure what that exactly indicates, but well, yeah, maybe. Uh, so uh, the only other thing we want to talk about today is that we got our first piece of mail from our good friend, magical John. Uh, and it's fun that he's our first letter writer. Cause he's a very faithful, uh, writer of letters uh, to the main show as well. And he says, hail the potters. Congratulations on launching a new podcast. You've embarked on a huge undertaking, and I want to wish you all the best. Now for a question. Are you expecting to gain much information from this book that helps unravel mysteries from the main trilogy? Magically, John. And, and that's a great question. It's a great question. I think that... Um, I think we, we'll get, like, world-building hints and and, like like small things maybe here and there. Um, I know that in the lightning tree, we get a, a, a much more detailed explanation of grammary and glamory than we do in, in, uh, in King killer. And so we will probably get more of that in, in this one. Um, you know, the other thing, uh, an example of, of uh, the kind of stuff that I expect maybe, or hope to see at least is uh is something like we saw in um uh the slow regard of silent things and it wasn't even actually even in the text but in one of the illustrations we see on auri's mantle that she has a copy of the book of secrets that uh quoth found in the archives that had something sort of weird and, and childish that he thought about the chandrian and that he dismissed, you know, because it didn't match what his, you know, sort of preconceived ideas about that were. And, you know, I think that's another instance of something that the the trio have talked about a lot, that there's stuff that's hiding in plain sight. Uh, Quoth doesn't actually understand as much as he thinks he does. And um, and so maybe we'll get little, little bits like that uh scattered throughout that's a great point i mean i i was um yeah i'm very i'm very curious to know 
if in fact everything that Quoth was told is upside down, that the Chandrian, in fact, are very good to us, is, mm-hmm. I believe, one of the lines, or very nice to us, or something to that effect. Yeah. In, in fact, they are quite nice. In fact, they are quite nice to us. That's it. Yes. So, hmm. I don't, yeah. That is, yeah. Certainly, certainly, you know, the way I like to think of of this novella as well as the slow regard of silent things is that they are character studies. Yeah. So we get insight. It's like a pause from the main arc of the story to just zoom in on or Ari and, or to mm-hmm. zoom in on Bast and get more of a sense of whom they are. And right. I think, you know, so certainly I anticipate that we will be finding something that will influence uh, our understanding of the overarching story. Yep. Well, then, by all means, let's forge on and continue to learn about Bast and the world of Temerant on another narrow page. A narrow page! <laughs>